This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Farm and food policy spending was on the agenda today as the House Appropriations Committee considered a bill to fund USDA and FDA that includes big cuts to many programs and big policy changes criticized by the committee's Democrats. Among those changes is a restriction on USDA's use of the Commodity Credit Corps. In its current form, the bill would have prevented Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack from moving forward with the Partnerships for Climate Smart Commodities program and some other ways USDA has used the CCC. Ag Appropriations Subcommittee Chair Andy Harris said the move would actually be more beneficial than many think. The CCC is not intended to allow USDA to completely bypass Congress in establishing new programs, and in this bill, we put an end to this abuse. In doing so, the bill saves $1 billion in fiscal year 24 alone. That's the CBO scoring. But given that the USDA used these discretionary powers to spend $2.5 billion and $6.6 billion in the last two fiscal years respectively, I would submit to my colleagues the real savings to taxpayers of taking these authorities away will be much higher than the CBO score. But Democrats criticized the effort, saying it was vindictive rather than financially responsible. Subcommittee Ranking Member Sanford Bishop said the move would do more than just punish Vilsack. Just recently, the subcommittee received a letter from Secretary Vilsack announcing his intention to use the CCC authority to provide emergency grain storage in Kentucky for at least, and at least nine other states that were hit by severe weather. His letter cites several of the provisions that would be blocked by the language in this House bill. The CCC is a tool put in law to benefit agriculture producers, no matter which party is in the White House. The only folks that suffer when any administration is not allowed to use the CCC at its discretion are our agriculture producers. Many of the bill's provisions are likely to be moderated or eliminated during discussions with the Senate and White House, but the bill does serve as the opening offer for House Republicans. Phil Brasher has more in his coverage on agripulse.com. Also online today, USDA is planning a review of language consumers see on meat labels to make sure it accurately reflects how animals were raised. USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service will work with the department's Agricultural Research Service to study antibiotic residues in products claiming to be from animals never treated with the drugs. FSIS is also considering action on labels like free-range and grass-fed. Industry reaction was limited as groups worked to better understand the implications of USDA's plans. Jackie Fatka has the latest at agripulse.com. And finally today, a House Ag subcommittee studied the needs of the nation's agricultural research universities today, hoping a discussion might avoid repeating many of the country's current predicaments in the future. Full committee chair Glenn G.T. Thompson said the issue of dilapidated facilities across the country is only growing. Today, the deferred maintenance backlog, as if we heard from a number of our witnesses, estimated to be over $11.5 billion. And while I understand the need to clear this deferred maintenance backlog, backlog I'm also interested in a long-term solution to ensure the backlog never reaches this level again. Many of the hearing's witnesses spoke to the need to update their labs, including Purdue University's Bernard Engel. 
But he says that's not the issue that has him most concerned. To me, the really big issue is about the future of research and the facilities we need to do the future work, the work that even we're doing now in many cases. To me, that's a much bigger challenge and need than talking about deferred maintenance. Farm groups say they plan to make research funding a priority in the upcoming Farm Bill. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farmers and ranchers care about their neighbors. Through Farm Bureau's Harvest for All program, they donated the equivalent of 31.1 million meals in 2022. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.